Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 62 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. And the new season of Reduction Theater is starting very soon, and joining us is artistic director Tonia Sina. Tonia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me again. Now, tell us, first off, what is the new season? What are you, what, what's coming up? Well, the theme of the whole season is evolution. And, uh, and mainly In we... In Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Sorry, I had to call that one out. <laughs> hey, Dad, it's from Rezian. We're talking to you. <laughs> um, and uh, essentially, this is our transition year uh, of, of, of the woods' sort of moving off and, and, and the rest of us seeing if we can manage without them. Yeah. And that's what this season essentially is. And so half of the season is, is remnants of what uh, was already in plan, you know, that we had a plan to do. And then some of it is things that I specifically chose. Right. So nice. it's kind of a mishmash of new things with some, some old things. And, and we're, we're still trying to figure out how we all work together. And it's, it's interesting and it's fun and it's challenging. I bet. Um, I bet it's all of those things. It is. It yeah. is. But it's great. It's great. So when you thought about this upcoming season, when when you first were thinking about it, what was your vision for it? Like, what what were you interested well, in? Yeah, cultivating. It was important to me um, as my first season as the artistic director mm-hmm. to really give our community um, a glimpse at as to my aesthetic. Okay, which is slightly different from Tyler's sure. aesthetic and Aaron's. Um, it's just, of course, just like any artist, everybody's going to have their individual take on things, and my specialty is different. So. I picked a lot of shows that are my like my favorite shows Yay. to do, uh-huh. uh, and things that I, I thought, would. yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> things that I'm really place. excited to do and really excited to see, mm-hmm. and things that I haven't seen as much in Oklahoma. Right, that I'm trying mm-hmm. to bring some new stuff that I have experience doing into Oklahoma City, and so um, every show is very very different in the season. We've picked like one of everything. Oh There's, wow! The first show is a, a horror show. It's a scary ghost play. Yay! Um, What's it's, the name of that one? It's yeah. called The Woman in Black, and we're in rehearsals for that right now. Mm-hmm. It's super awesome. I can't wait for people to come see it. Uh, we're in the early stages now, but um, it's a it's a two man show. Oh wow! So wow. it is a bare bones, like minimalistic show. It uh, ran on the West End. It was the second longest running show on the West End, and so it's still going. It's awesomely dependent on the theater. Oh, neat. It takes place, um, uh, the plot is kind of hard to describe, but it's about this man who years and years and years ago had this experience at a house, at a haunted house. It's set in Victorian times, which is always the creepiest time period. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you talk to us, as we're knee deep in Penny Dreadful we're, right yes, now. I'm, I'm so uh, he's on season three. I finished it. I already won a podcast about it, so I'm, mm. I'm basically pressed everyone else into you have to watch all of the show oh, for me good. So, and if you haven't seen it it's I Victorian haven't. horror oh it's on Netflix oh, it now love it. it is all three seasons now. yes good. it is vintage like Dime Store Penny Dreadful mm. Victorian horror yeah, is like yeah. the the, the the mine that they go to so it is I love guess it. the well that they, love it. they every, draw from it's wonderful every October I try to watch like as many yeah. new scary yeah. movies as I can absolutely um, uh, I love scary movies but I, I, I don't, we don't get to see a lot of scary theater yeah which no. is why I picked this play I, I think that it's something really unusual you know you go to a show like a movie and there's a screen and there's a separation mm-hmm. and so you can have special effects that do all the tricks for them, and you know you'll jump, but you know that you're safe 
in a theater, you have live action right. happening around you, and it's a different experience. It's kind of like a being in a haunted house, like you know, one of those yeah, where people jump out at you and stuff. Interact with this, but it's a theater show, so it has a plot that you follow, and and it's it's extremely intense and it's very visceral, but you have to use your imagination a lot, which I think is worse than seeing things sometimes. Absolutely. That is on blackness. I absolutely it's, agree. it's one of the things we need to teach our Hollywood filmmakers is that darkness is actually scarier yes. sometimes yeah. than an actual special yeah. effect. Less is yeah. more sometimes. Yeah. The gory thing that jumps out and gets at you is not it's not the monster hiding under the bed, you know? Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not. They're, they're different creatures. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, so, it's, and suggestion is always more provocative. And the other connection I have with Penny Dreadful and Reduction Theater was a few years ago I did an interview with Tyler and Aaron and everybody about they were doing a Grand Guignot. I yes. was just um, going to say that. And yeah. it was, uh, which of course is interactive horror mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. from the Victorian mm-hmm. age. And then when I saw on in the first season it's of like Pretty Dreadful, they've episode. got a grand guineo. They, they basically show you the gut, <gasps> the, the the literal guts of the theater. You see the process of them putting on a grand guineo show. Mm. And so you watch the mechanics of what's going on behind the scenes as well as what's going on on stage. And it is just That's blood awesome. It's so neat. I can't wait to see this. It's a great show. You'll it's like amazing. it. Yeah. And and um, the, my Josh Hartnett is just amazing. Mm. Like, can't even get over him in that show. Yeah, season so. three looks a lot more like Josh Hartnett, though. I'm so kind it's, of surprised. It's, it's, it's going to that well for me. And the, that's probably why it delights me is there's several people in it that I'm like, yes. Yeah, because I'm not there for I'm not there for her. Yeah, no. I'm there for the cowboy dude. So you said there's two guys in it. Do they play yeah. the same characters? Uh, no, okay. actually. Um, well, the complex part of the plot is about this man who ha- had this haunted mm-hmm. experience, and he goes to a theater because he needs to tell his story. He wants to not be haunted anymore. He he needs to tell somebody the story. So he goes to this theater and recruits this actor director to help him to help train him how to tell the story properly and so the director is directing him how to do it and they end up sort of switching roles and the oh. director becomes the main character and the guy who it happens to plays all the other characters that he interacted with and that's the, sort of the the gist of the play so the guy going through it for the first time is going through it for the first time but he's still following a script. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That sounds cool. That's, that's the gist of it. Who's the actress you got? We've got um, David Fletcher Hall. Is um, He's playing the role of, it's called the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. And he's the guy who is haunted by the events. Um, and then the other um, actor, his name is Matthew Ellis, Matthew E. Ellis. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, playing the part of Kips, which uh, is... The other guy's real name. <laughs> oh, fascinating. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know it's, it's hard to explain in interviews. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. What can I tell you Rap without giving everything away? Right. And then no spoilers. <laughs> well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Just, go, just go see it. Yeah. Just go see it. Yeah. And Matthew happens, just happens to be my husband. Um, uh, and this is my first time directing him. So. <laughs> oh, that's always fun. Yeah. I've, I've always yeah. enjoyed directing my wife. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 there's, there's, if you can work well together, it, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't get, we never get to work together. So yeah. this is actually really interesting and we're both movement teachers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of miming things. There's an invisible, there's a dog, but there's not a real dog. Mm-hmm. So we have to mime the dog. And so we brought our dog into rehearsal and choreographed with her. And, That's great. You know, so we have to make that look realistic. We have to care about this dog. Mm-hmm. 
without, you know, without ever seeing it. So it's That's, kind of like a horror version of Our Town. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Kind of an awesome <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Zombie Our Town. Where the graveyard act, the graveyard people actually come to life. Yeah, they're all they're like zombies right. coming out of the graves. That's pretty, pretty cool, actually. So when is this going to open? Yeah. So we open October 14th. Uh, we run three weekends. There's only eight shows. Okay. Um, and uh, and so it's it's kind of a shorter run than we normally do because it has to be done before Halloween. Otherwise yes, it's kind of, yeah, of course, yeah. We close on the 29th, so um, it's uh, it, it's those three weekends, and um, it's in the Freedy, which is kind of a we needed to find an older, slightly, right. yeah. and I hate to use the word decrepit, but. It's a little rundown. It's not an updated theater. Let's right. just put it that way. And yeah, that's you proscenium need to find less- too. Yes. It's unlike the, the round that you guys have in the basement. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Or it's not proscenium. round. It's obviously, it's a more of a, I can't remember. Is it more arena. of like a horseshoe? It kind of has an apron a yeah. little, but it's mostly proscenium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, it, it kind of- It's been since I've been there. It actually works really well to be on the proscenium because you really have to control the sight lines and what people are seeing and- mm-hmm. You know, it's it's trickier to. I be was in the wondering rounds. about when you mentioned about doing horror and about well, it's like well, I was thinking about the basement still, and yeah, uh, yeah. although it's a beautiful sta- space, uh, yeah, you, you you it's really hard hard to hide things from somebody. You can't hide if they anything. Are basically to the, to your right of you, you know. You, yeah, it's just a square space with no wings, yeah. so you can't hide anything. I couldn't have it down there. Yeah, that was that was, that was a place I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. um, and the Freedy was. Um, a nice sort of older looking theater that we can dress. You know, the theater is part of the story because mm-hmm. yeah. it takes place in a theater. Yeah. So, and it's a classic looking theater. It's got mm-hmm. the, I mean, the full proscenium and the apron and everything. I mean, it looks like, yeah. I mean, that's why, why they built it the, that way. It looks like a, an old fashioned theater, which is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's kind of a, it's kind of a creepy place too. Mm-hmm. You know, no. the Civic Center is a little. Just a little. It's old. It's, yeah, it's a. I mean, there's a lot going on there. You're there late at night by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little unsettling. That's a yeah. bit unsettling. And sometimes the lights in rehearsal, for some reason, they dim on their own. Yes. And, because and all happens. theaters are haunted. I don't know what it is. Like, there's, so it's a rule. It, <laughs> yeah. has to, it should be a rule if it's not a rule. They, old theaters are haunted. Yeah. And it, it was fact. doing that in the rehearsals for the last show, but that was a comedy. <laughs> and so we were like, never, like, oh, that's weird. Now we're like, <gasps> <laughs> no, Nothing eerier than walking into an empty stage with just a ghost light sitting right there. Oh, right yeah. Center, no, right. It's and, called and, a ghost light, people. I mean, yeah. there's, this is a thing. So, yeah. And this play is based on a novel. By the way, oh, if neat. you want to read or listen to the no- the novel on Audible, it's is on it there. Called the Woman in Black. Yes, it okay. is the Woman in Black, and the woman who wrote the novel, Susan Hill, actually helped write the play. So oh, they have taken passages directly out of the novel. It's it's not like a, this is loosely based on. It's like right. very much the novel. Oh, that's it's, cool. There was a movie that's with okay. Daniel Radcliffe oh, a couple of years ago. Him. I don't recommend. Okay, oh, no. fair. Oh, that's, that's too sad. bad because I love him and yeah. I know he does a lot of theater. He's fantastic. He's yeah. fantastic. He's, right. Well, but, I'd love um, to see him do Equus. I just, that's all I can say. I know, say. right? That would have been amazing. I would love that. I know. I just he's, love him. He's brilliant. But uh, they, the movie strayed too much from the, yeah. they tried, they Hollywooded it up. Sure. Too bad. And it's, I think the restraint of having, you've got, it's cameras, you can go anywhere you want. You're not yeah. stuck to a theater. And sometimes it gets a little bit too ridiculous. Sometimes going back to the basics is yeah, really sometimes important. That's but that's a hard. That's hard to, to sell that to a to a Hollywood producer. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, we're just going right. to set up a camera right in front of a yeah. person right. in March. And, you just have to use your imagination. Yeah. No, nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody does. What? It's crazy. Well, what is I'm that? I'm not even? giving you ten million dollars. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's got to have all the special effects. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they kind of ruin the story. So you can. I mean, you can watch it. It's just the 
the play is very different from go, the movie. Go see, go well, see then we'll just go see the play. Yeah, yeah. And come see ours. Exactly. And Women in Black 2 is also coming out like in 2017. Yeah. I can't vouch for that. <laughs> movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so they just were like, we're not done. But if you, wanna know, if you want to know the original story, come see the play, and then you can see The Woman in Black 2. And then there go you. read the book. And then probably dislike it. But and it's right. it's not gonna, Unless, you know, unless they maybe try to go back to the basics, I don't know. but We'll see. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so and you, to, to, to kick this all off, though, you have a party coming up this Friday, We right? do. Tell us about your party. Yeah, it's, um, it's a little fundraiser that we're throwing, but it's, uh, it's, we're just inviting all of our patrons because... We've been a little dark on Facebook for a little while. Um, uh, I uh, I actually was very very sick uh, this I summer. Know. I've been seeing a lot of your yeah, posts. And, uh, it's been bothering me. You, you look so fantastic. We're so glad Thank that you. you're not anymore. Yeah. 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 Thank you. It was it was rough. You know, I have a, a rare chronic illness, mm-hmm. and I've had it all my life. So it's not anything new. It's just about every six months I kind of do oh, a roller coaster a thing and. I'm used to it now, but when I go through the, like this well, last your one new was, friends are not. So <laughs> well, yeah, really right. We were praying for you because that was just, Thank I you. know it was hard. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, so, you know, I, I, I took a little like hiatus from the, mm-hmm. from the social media because I couldn't handle the, I was overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and so now it's like, we really want to tell our patrons, you know, we're here. We're still right. here. We're not gone. going, mm-hmm. we haven't gone anywhere. We're, you know. We're still honoring the minimalistic style that Reduction likes to do. Um, If you want to come and see (laughs) slightly different stuff because of a new director, you know, but we're still going to show you some classics, you know, throughout the season. Um, If you really love Shakespeare, we're doing The Tempest in the Spring. That's, you know, still on there. Uh, So, but, you know, but we're also going to show you some new things. and, And so that's what's... Um, we're trying to really um, kick that off with a party to introduce, kind of to introduce me to everybody because mm-hmm. people don't really know me yet. Right. They, they, if you came to see the last show in the next room or the vibrator play, then you at least got to see my, you know, my real aesthetic because that's my favorite play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I picked that. I love that. To introduce myself. Yay. <laughs> what can people expect at this party? Well, um, we've got... Uh, We've got a bunch of actors that are going to be there. Uh, Professor Spilsby uh, is going to make an appearance, he, uh, who is our Classics for Kids host. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a clever, silly man, um, Yay. <laughs> and the lady killer. Uh, so he'll be there schmoozing with with people. Um, we're going to have some some of our old characters sort of reappear and sort of mingle, but it's mostly for everybody to kind of remember that we're here and what we're doing and uh and the fact that theater doesn't run on um just positive vibes you yeah. know that we, we the arts is are really hurting the theater scene in oklahoma city is really hurting right now um just like every other thing uh the arts is one of the first things to go when funding gets cut and so we are struggling just like everyone else to to keep afloat and so we need help from our patrons, if they want to see more theater, we need we need right. help to do that. Yeah, and so that's you know we're we're sort of being open about it. <laughs> you know, it's we're, we're kind of begging. It's like we we don't want any theaters to close in this town. Right. No, we don't. None we don't have them. enough as it is. I know we should have more. Yeah, and I'm guessing also to get excited about the new season. Yeah, 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 yeah. and and to be excited about uh, the Woman in Black because it is a very different kind of play, and we can't give away all the secrets. So we have to find a way to tell people about it without telling people about it. Sure. So there's only so much we can say. But we are going to do a little excerpt from 
the one in black. Oh, oh fantastic. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to so, this. So, yeah. I mean, of course, there won't be special effects or lights or, you know, that kind of stuff yet. Because we're still be early. To see, see something like yeah, that. Yeah, a little yeah. piece kind of, of the scene. Taste of it. Yeah, yeah. That'll be really like. neat. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be desserts and drinks and all that stuff, too. Yeah. Yes. You know, but we'll be... We'll be schmoozing and it'll be fun. It's a party. It'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. Plus Your parties are it's always It's in fun. the Joel Levine, so which is a nice place to oh, just I love kind that of space. hang and schmooze. It's yeah. a great place. There's so many beautiful spaces in the. Oh, yeah. America. I know. They've really it's, done a It's a gorgeous building. Yeah. It's a labyrinth. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Big time. Which yeah. is probably why it lends to the creepiness. Yeah, it does. It does, it so. does help. You just don't saying. know what's going to be right yeah. around the next it's corner. Right around the next yeah. corner. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> could be a dead end and yeah, I'm going to exactly. die. Well, exactly. And with and a ghost light. And I think that reduction actually d- had a lot to do with that, too, with OKC Dead last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. they kind of made that place. You know, I walk around those hallways in the basement and I'm like, <laughs> going, this. Yeah, they they kind of put a little seed in our brains of what this place would look like if it was taken over by zombies. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's completely fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but um, after The Woman in Black, we're doing Jane Austen's Christmas Cracker. Oh, okay. right. Oh, yeah, bringing that back. Yeah, it's we're bringing so it fun. back. It's, a, it's just so fun, and people love it, and, you know, it's the opposite of mm-hmm. The Woman in yeah, Black. Yeah, pretty much. Which I like the fact that, that you do that. Mm-hmm. That it goes from horror to Christmas. Yeah. You know, because yeah. why not? I mean, it just, instead of going, oh, well, we should try to transition to it. No, just go straight just from Just do it. Yeah. Dive off the deep yeah. end, dude. Yeah. Every, every one of our shows is, is, is kind of joltingly very different um, in that way. Because I, I just wanted to try every little thing to make sure we reach everyone. Not everyone likes scary stories. No. Right. Some people are scared of haunted houses. I mm-hmm. actually hate haunted houses. Oh, my God. Same. I can't do it. Same, can't do it. Did it last year, year before last, maybe? Um, good friend is the guy that runs the, and I'm embarrassed now, the sanctuary. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he made me go. Oh, no. And halfway through, he had, legitimately not lying here, he had to come, like, find me through the, like, the back passages and, like, hold my hand through the rest of it. Aww. My husband will attest to this. I am not good in experiences like that. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I could handle No. No, it was it was way too scary for me. I, I so have I time. love creepy horror, mm-hmm. but like having to interact with it on that that is too much yeah. emotional I roller coaster for me. I don't like being touched. I don't like when it. I'm not prepared for it yeah. in a in like a performance situation. Yeah. So I don't actually. I will most likely. I won't say never because I never say never. But I will. I'm, we're not touching the audience in this show. Right. We're just not. That's yeah. It's there's a, a boundary. Yeah, it's yes. that. Yeah, you're Fair. not you're not in my show. I'm a startler, so yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you can feel safe of that. But I could, I would probably guarantee, like probably suggest if you are easily spooked, don't sit on the aisles. There you go. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're brave, that's a good, that's if a you're good brave, suggestion. sit in the front row or sit Seven's in the aisles. making mental notes right now. If you're sit in the more, middle, <laughs> you sit in the middle with your closest friends on yeah. either side of you yeah. or people you're willing to sacrifice. That's right. But the really brave people should be on the end. Right. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for this play. I know, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Now, are you a big Austin, going back to the Jane Austen's Christmas Cracker, are you a huge Austin fan? Are you I'm, Are you a big Austin wonk? I mean, I'm not as big a fan as, as, as Aaron and no Tyler. No one is as big a fan I don't know that of Jane Austen Especially as Aaron. Aaron. She's, Period. She's, she's like the president of the fan club. Every time sure. I find a funny Jane Austen thing <laughs> on the internet, I have to send it to her. I found temporary tattoos. What? Um, that are Jane Austen theme. And uh, one of them was a tramp stamp, and I can't remember what it said, 
But it was something like Indecorious or something. Like it was wonderful. Yeah, it was delightful. But every time, anytime I see an Austin anything, it's immediately you know her. Yeah. Um. But of course, yeah, Europe. You have to. I mean, honestly, I've done so many more plays in the Victorian time period than I have in the Jane Austen time period. Okay. So like my experience is like, of course, a little different. I've never directed a Jane Austen play. Cool. So are you? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, cool. I think it'd be fun. You know, now that's considered Regency. Yeah, yes. like as far as time period goes, yeah. right? Like, late, late, I'm, se- late 18th century, right? Middle, middle, to late 18th century, I think. Okay. Right, right. And Victorian is like turn of the turn of, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like Victorian 18, late, late 19th, 1900-ish. Early 20th, yeah. It's like 1890 to like 1910-ish. Yeah. So basically, Austin people were bathing. Yes. Is, a, is a big one, you know. And <laughs> London, through, through London more fancy was parties. just a foggy, horrible, horrible place where you could die around any corner. Oh, I don't get the impression it's like that kind of like up until the 1950s. Like yes. that's just kind of my head, my head canon for London is foggy, foggy, dangerous. Yeah, you know, dangerous. dodgy at best. Like Jack it, the it, Ripper. It, and yes. Yeah, a lot. I mean, yeah. it's just because it's kind of one of the centers of the world. But yeah, yes. like I have a, I have a concept of London and. Yeah, I, I, I really want to go there and check I, it out. I did the Jack the Ripper tour. <laughs> nice in London. Oh. So good. Um, have you read? Have you read the? There's a young adult series. Um, they are Maureen Fisher is the author, and they're about Jack the Ripper. Yes, yeah. but they're set in modern times. They're oh, they're so incredible. Oh. I will I will yeah. send you a link. Um, they are, or I can look them up actually. Oh. Um, but they are they're set in modern times, but they deal. Mm. Heavily with um, the supernatural and specifically in the in wow. in the area of Jack the Ripper and London cool. and um, the first one I believe is called it's something like Eastern Star. I've got to look it up. Okay. She's gonna get mad at me on Twitter now because <sighs> I'm friends with her. But anyway, oh, no. um, they're wonderful and they deal. So you did the tour. How was I it? Did. It was fun. Do you it do it fun. like kind of late at night and they add to the? I mean, do they do it they was, really was, play up the theater? Yeah, it was dusk. It was like dusk, which is kind of great. It, which is really. Fun, and we went to all the places where they found the bodies and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of a true crime oh fanatic. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know? Like, yes, I'm I a total. I listen to some of, I'm pretty sure my husband is a little, <clears throat> a little concerned about my sanity these days because I found a podcast called Sword and Scale. Listen to it. Oh my God, right? Yes. Uh, I love it. it. It's my husband calls it my stab murder like yeah. fascination. Yes, it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> grim. Yeah, if you it's have a really stomach, dark stuff. Don't even. Yeah, don't I mean, even. My husband cannot listen to it. I have to put earphones on, mm-hmm. and he just thinks that uh, like I don't know how you can even sit there and listen to that. You know. Yeah, and I'm the one who's like, this is fascinating. I know. I yeah, know. I love. So, I love true crime. Me yeah. too. Yeah, that's why I was. I really wanted to to do the Jack the Ripper tour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and it's like it is like one of the ultimate. Unsolved mysteries, like, yeah. is the other reason it mm-hmm. just stays yeah. relevant is because it's never been resolved, and yeah. so there's right. a lot left for. Right. And it never will be now. I no, mean, not once Patricia Cornwell like. 120, 130. That is like years a whole later, other side not. note. Like Patricia Cornwell came in and was like, "I solved it," and like, oh, whatever. Really? No, didn't. Okay. Yeah, she lays claim to the fact that she solved it, and like people were super mad at her because one of the things she did was like destroy a priceless painting <gasps> to help prove that it wasn't the artist guy that th- there's like the three major like characters the that they think the doctor the, the yeah. artist and yeah. the, i can't remember the other guy but like she destroyed one of the artist paintings oh yeah it's she's kind of a jerk yeah, so, I would say so she's not one of my favorite people but um 
but yeah, like she's now that she's all like, I've solved it. But yeah, they said that about the Zodiac too. Uh, right, yeah. one of my favorite uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I, I don't, I don't. Again, it's it's harder and harder to to, to prove. And it's just like it's getting harder and harder to prove that William Shakespeare didn't write his own stuff. I mean, right. the further you get away from that time period, which all we always were doing, yeah. it, it's just even It becomes mythology to, yeah. almost, yeah. you know? It's just a, a good story that we all tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's still scary. I think that was the whole point of the Jack the Ripper was yeah, since it was never terrifying. discovered and we didn't know what Spring Hill Jack was and what was going to go on, that he, at any point he could just pop back up and yeah. kill yeah. you. yeah. <laughs> or he could have a partner, or he could, yeah, yeah. Right, right. absolutely. He could be of, of yeah. a supernatural bent. And I think people yeah. love that. Yeah. I think they do, too. They do. I love that suspense. I think of, they need it. And yeah, you know, we have a long history of that in our entertainment for that reason. Right. Every, I mean, true crime stuff is huge now. Like, mm -hmm. huge. It's everywhere. Wow. There's the series. It's called The Name of the Star, Shades of London series, and it's Maureen Johnson, FYI, that's the books. And the they Name deal of the Star. Yes, awesome. is the first book, and they're young adult fiction. But don't let that put you off because that's mm. some of the best fiction happening right never now let ever. Young adult, <laughs> I mean, come on, fiction turn me off. <laughs> otherwise, always, Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Harry goodness. Potter. Right? What would you? Would otherwise, what would you read? I would never um, read anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's some of the it is it is continually some of the best stuff happening. And Maureen Johnson is absolutely wonderful, and awesome. she's also a Twitter star. Like her tweet, her tweets are great, and uh, yeah. So Shades of London series is deals with that exact thing awesome. the fact that i'll check it out jack the ripper is still huh. scary i'm a glutton for that stuff i know so i love it if somebody went to the jane austen's christmas car uh, cracker uh -huh. last year is it the same going to be the same thing or is it going to be different it'll be different it's, it's always different i know that yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's the great thing about theater is it is mm -hmm. never the same yeah. um <laughs> when you have a different director especially mm -hmm. uh honestly i was really sick last year so i never saw it oh. so i'm going off of just the script. Yeah. And maybe some of the actors will be the same actors. Um, but I think that's, I'm actually, I wanted to not have yeah. a preconceived notion. Yeah. You know, I would rather just do it myself yeah. and, and interpret it and then do it. You know, I feel like every script deserves that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like a fair, I'm going to look at this and do what I want to do with it. And that's the director's job. And so yeah. I'm and kind of, worse. I've worked with a director who's like seen the movie of the play that I'm doing. <sighs> no. Oh, Dude, and they, and they the try worst. to actually put Dude. in things in the movie. And I'm like, it's not, it's not the movie. This is yours. Yeah. It's your baby. You do what you want with it, not what Zeffirelli did with it. Sure. Okay? I mean, it's okay to be inspired. I had inspired. a feeling that's what yeah. you might have been talking about. Yeah. It's amazing how often someone will go, oh, let's do Romeo and Juliet just like Franco Zeffirelli. And I'm like, what? well, mm. no, because that one sucks. That's... But, you know. And it's also already happened. Yeah. So let's not. Yeah. I mean, there's enough. It's not like, um, and musical theater is a little different because they have choreography that has to stay yes. the same. And so yeah. you have to remount it. And that's a different thing. With plays, you don't have to do that. Mm -mm. You can interpret it any way you want. The space changes. The actors change. All of that changes everything. Yeah. So I prefer, I prefer that because I, I think I would get... I would get a little antsy having to would do you? something that was already done, done for you, mm -hmm. you know, in that way. I love the creating part of yes. directing. Yeah. That's my favorite part of it. So I think I would, I would be sad if it was all done. Like if I didn't get to come up with anything new, right. you know? Yeah, yeah no, that, that uh, seems completely fair. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't, I won't, I can't even say if it's going to be similar because I didn't see it. 
Yeah. So, so it, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> well, then, then I, I can almost say it will be different. Because it will be different. You haven't seen it. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you could expect to see s- different things for sure. Your own interpretation of it. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and that's the that's the last show of this, this year. year. Mm-hmm. And that's then, what, so what do you know what the dates are on that one? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was sorry. Gonna, I was afraid. We're I was totally putting on the spot. It's Goodness. Sometime between November and December. It, it is in it's, December. It is actually in December. I believe. Yes, it it's is It's right in leading up to Christmas, right? Yeah. I don't know. My brain is so full of the woman in black right yeah, now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I not thought that far ahead. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I could have pulled that up probably. You probably can. Yeah, yeah. It's, on the, it it's, it's on the uh, and the you know what? Center We'll website. probably find out at the party. You will. Yes. So there's that. Those are all things. There's another incentive to come to the party. It is. Besides, it'll be a great party. And besides that, you know, we'll be dressed up. And yeah. That's always fun. Oh, it's always fun. I always overdress. <laughs> See, that's you the best too. way to do it. That's a good excuse. It's the only way to roll. You know? What other reason would you have to overdress? When in doubt. Exactly. I mean, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Plus, you work with Aaron <laughs> and Tyler, who are a, a, a rather dashing couple. They're a dashing, extremely they, they handsome are. couple. They are. It's yeah. ridiculous. Okay. It's so yeah. That's, Here we go. You know, the, it's best bring your A game. It's, you know. So you guys are just going to be, be dark for November. Um, yeah. And it's it's um, December 2nd through 17th. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. Jane Austen's Christmas gift. Thank cracker. you for looking that up. And uh, oh, now I, now I feel like these, uh, an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're, you're knee deep in the other show right <laughs> now. And uh, so hard to do these dates. So, but your next, oh, one of my favorites. The next show is you're doing The Tempest. Yes, oh, we, are. we are. One of my favorite Shakespeare's. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I... I don't have, you know, that one is, you know, because you know, I sort of compartmentalize and I think of one show at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but that one is is the, the one that is a little more flexible right now as far as I'm not certain how, like, the whole team on that one yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in the very early stages on that one. Go sci-fi. <laughs> right? Like the island they land on is a, like Tempest. a planet. Sci-fi Tempest. You know? Totes. Uh, Futuristic awesome. sci-fi Tempest. Yeah, I just, I just think Do it. Neat. Yeah, I think it would be super neat. Not, I mean, it's a shipwreck. Yeah, yeah. well, it is. There's a shipwreck That's on an island, I mean, so if you could actually do a shipwreck on a you shipwreck know, different on, planet, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> there you go. We're just throwing it. There we go. Just spitballing yeah, here. Brainstorm it for me. Yeah. This is there good. You're going to have a creative team to help. So me. Shakespeare, how do you? How do you feel about Shakespeare? I mean, is it is it your jam? Is it your? It's not my main jam. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's what is your main jam? My main jam is. Honestly, um, my main jam is movement, uh, choreographing movement with without any words at all. And I love that. It's kind of the opposite of Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> but, it yeah. really uh, is. And that's my specialty as a movement person. Um, but uh, you can't do all your shows without words. That would be crazy. Um, and you'd you know, be a dance company. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yes. Just saying. Um, and uh, and I've I've written some shows that I've you know, put up and directed and devised with my actors that that don't have words at all that tell an entire story that way. And it's um it's not quite dance and it's not quite acting. It's right in the middle. It's mm-hmm. like moving to music, essentially. That's that's the thing I love most. Um and I'm sure that I will do one of those. Sounds fascinating. Probably next season. Um cool. because we have that devised slot that I put in there for that reason, because that's my specialty, and yeah. I, I love devised theater. Yeah. Um, so th- that's my main jam, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of. Uh, and I also, my, my specialty beyond movement, like underneath the umbrella of movement, is intimacy for the stage. So right. my specialty is choreographing sex scenes. Right. 
and um, which is fantastic. And mm-hmm. how did you discover that was your jam? I invented it. And if it. I'm repeating, <laughs> yeah. no, I apologize. You invented it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, I didn't invent sex, but um, <laughs> but I had a part in it. So there's that. I uh, I invented the uh, when I was in graduate school. I was majoring in movement pedagogy. And we were uh, learning stage combat, how to teach stage combat. That was my goal. Right. But while I was there, I was I was actually very very young in grad school. I was only twenty four when I got there. Wow. And um and I was noticing as a young female that a lot of other people that need a lot of other grad students that were putting up shows, they needed a choreographer to do these like sexy things. Like yeah. I need a I need a choreographer to help me do this striptease or this lap dance, or this makeout session. Mm-hmm. And so they would come to the movement majors and say, who wants to choreograph this? And most of the males were like, no, Politely thank step you. away. Because they're Which undergraduate, yeah. like undergraduate females, you yeah. know, young women. And they were like, nope, nope, mm-hmm. not, nope, not touching Not it. doing it. And I was like, no, I, I could do that. Yeah. I think I could do that. And so I started doing it a little bit at a time so and then wrote good. my thesis on it, eventually decided this was really, really important. And having been in scenes where I had to be intimate with people and it was so awkward for me because nobody is guiding you through it. Right. It's like, okay, you guys have just to make out. Just use your best judgment. Just go ahead and make out. And it's like, no, no. And so I, throughout the years, developed a technique to teach um, and choreograph so that it's actually a tangible choreography, that it's right. not nothing should ever be improvised with intimacy. Never, never, never. Same thing as and stage combat. Just we had this like, conversation yeah, last yeah. time. I love yeah. that. Just yeah. don't improvise. And so that's, um, that's, that's what I do. And I travel a lot of places to teach that. Awesome. Um, and that's why I worked with reduction all those years mm-hmm. and helping to choreograph their intimacy. Because this is theater, not porn. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's very different. And, it is. And it's also not real sex because no. there's an audience. And it's yes. not, you know, it's not intimate between two people it's well, between two people and these other people that are watching yes so that's and, a different technique yeah and much like fighting actual fighting is really dull like right, yeah. yes. i yeah. mean if you've seen they live and i always hold this up as the example if you've seen the fight scene in they live which they make fun of on south park and if, if anyone knows like <laughs> it is the this shot for shot fight on south park between the cripples because it's right. terrible, yeah. because it has no choreography, and because it goes on for like 10 minutes, and a 10-minute fight is A, a long fight, and B, an unchoreographed 10-minute fight is a mm-hmm. terrible fight. It's awful. So, yeah, yeah. much like that, yeah. sex. Sure. On I mean, stage. theatrical sex is different from real sex. Yeah. And because real sex, no one wants to watch that, really. <laughs> I mean. Right. I mean, it's, it, there's a theatricality to porn. There's a theatricality to intimacy. Sure. But on stage well, versus. The great thing about theater is that there's, there's always a reason to do it. Yeah. yeah. You don't just do it to do it. Yeah. You, there's a reason that there's intimacy happening. And, and the, the most important thing I teach is actually chemistry not sex mm-hmm. it's how to get people to actually connect with each other yeah that's the majority of what i actually spend time doing is getting people to pretend to be attracted to each other without you know saying well i, I don't really have any chemistry with my partner it's like well, you can make chemistry yes, you with can. your partner and mm-hmm. i can yeah. show you how and these are the techniques that you can do that and that's what i teach in my workshops um and i'm about to i'm doing one in, in toronto in november so good so um that's a so i kind of i kind of started it mm-hmm. I mean, there are other choreographers now that I know. I think there's about five of us in the country now um, that are studying this mm-hmm. in different ways because there is no centralized way to do it. Yeah. Um, my long-term goal, like now it's a big movement because of sexual harassment on stage and avoiding lawsuits um, and sexism and all that. But 
you know, my long-term goal is to make it the new norm. You hire an intimacy coach, yeah. just like you hire a fight coach and make mm -hmm. that part of the theater's system. And so I'm starting that with reduction. It's in our contracts too, that choreography is never to be changed once it's set. Oh, cool. Especially intimacy. Yeah. Right. You can't add well, a kiss or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and Devin wasn't here for the last no. time. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard it, but I just, I feel like. I love the conversation about the fact that it's not just about uh, making sure that everything's right and it works for an audience and everything, but it's about protecting women who are horribly sexually abused in the theater and especially big, big using fan. these intimacy mm -hmm. situations where a woman can be, oh, well, um, you have to have sex with this guy, it's so why part. don't you go home and have sex with this guy? Yeah, and, well, why yeah. don't you? I mean, it, it's horrible, it, and it happens, yeah. and, it, and it shouldn't. Of course, it does. It happens everywhere, and just because this is a conservative area doesn't mean it happens less. It actually happens kind of yeah. more. Actually, yeah. it's easier to hide it. Because people problem. don't communicate as much. Right, right. I was going to say, the conservatism it, just leads to not talking yeah. about right. it. And that's all. what I do is I come in, and everyone's communicating. That's the main thing I do is I'm just getting everybody to talk, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's hard for some people. But, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to me how how taboo it comes off you know when mm -hmm. when people hear about what it is that i do and 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 it's like you know i get a lot of weird initial judgment until i explain it and they're like oh no that actually makes sense now mm -hmm. totally like, what's you actually, say the word what intimacy be, what be more de de taboo is not having a person doing it once you yeah. explained it last night on our last uh, podcast the, the the realization that not having one how have we gone should be for super creepy and weird years yeah and not had this mm -hmm. just as important as a fight as right. a fight coach and i make the director's job because women aren't in charge easier. of this <laughs> right right because yeah. it's men who've been right. running the theater well and you know it, it and as far as men in the theater it, it does happen to them too obviously um it's a little more of a unfortunately there are more female actresses than male actors in the in the system and so women are fighting so hard to get roles right. mm -hmm. that they will do anything mm -hmm. to yeah. stay in that role and they will put up with a lot more mm -hmm. and they won't say things and that's part of what this whole thing is is giving actors uh a, the to know that they have rights yeah yes. that they can stand up for themselves and say i'm uncomfortable and not only that i feel harassed yes right ladies the casting couch is a thing that should not exist and if Amen. something happens like that report them because yeah. you're not a prop yeah, yeah. right Right, ever. And, and you do not have to do anything to get a role. No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. And I hate that we have to say this out loud in 2016. I know. But it's, it's true, but it's though. true. You know, yeah. I mean, I was a victim of that myself. Mm -hmm. you know, I was just really ambitious, and I was like, no, I can do this. I can do whatever yeah. they need me to do. And, you know, that, that leads to some trouble. Sure. Yeah. Know? And um, and somebody who doesn't have a firm head on their shoulders can really be damaged mm -hmm. by, absolutely. by that kind of experience. Yeah. But it shouldn't be because I I have such a love for the theater. Yeah, that it should never. It should be a be, safe place. Yeah. Yes, you know, to explore and play and imagine and you know, and the the product can only improve when everyone's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so. man, man, men and women. There's yeah. there's no reason. And I see that's where I was thinking. And that was the, I coming at it from a, a man. I think an intimacy coach would have, I would I would welcome that yes right um, as an actor because especially well also because there's nothing more awkward than me thinking <laughs> of me having you know whatever doing anything like that having a coach to go okay do this do this okay thank you <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think everyone is like that. I mean, I yeah. I, would, yeah. I would be so awkward in that position. I, I would be so thrilled at the idea of okay, X Y Z. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm your outside eye. I'm the one yeah. telling you, okay, your hand looks weird there. Put it here, and then yeah. you're like, okay, great. I'll put my hand there, even though that's yeah. not necessarily natural. But I get it. That looks better. Same yeah. as a director. I mean, if a director tells you to cross a stage, you oh, I hate the person who goes, what's my motivation? Well, fine motivation. I'm directing you over there. Right. That's, your, that's actually you your there, job, actually. I'm, I'm sure you're rolling my eyes so bad. <laughs> so I have people, well, I don't motivation. know why I should do that. Well, because the director told you to. Yeah. yeah. You figure it out. But yeah, it's just, yeah, if you, it's not going to look natural. It might not feel natural to do that, but there's somebody outside who says, look, this is going to look better to the audience. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and it's going to tell the story that the script is, right. which is also another dimension to it is yeah. sometimes you see sex scenes that are so weird that they take you out of the play. Yeah. And they don't really They're tell jarring, the, the story. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't get it. I don't know why that <clears throat> Why happened. did that even or, happen? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's There's one important. in Penny Dreadful fun. Yeah. Enough. Sorry. Uh-huh. There's, visiting this. There's, but, yeah. There are several in Hollywood. That, yeah. That sex scenes where I go, just why? Why did that even just happen? It's really bad. It was really bad in the eighties, where they would all of a sudden just they oh, needed yeah. a nudie scene. And oh, like, totally. Did, you know, why did they yeah. stop and have sex right now? The world's about to blow up. Yeah. Maybe they should. Yeah. yeah. Keep your head in the game, right? <laughs> a game, dude. A game all the time. Come on. Yeah. Um. And it's a really it's a fun job. Yeah, I can imagine. I love it. It's really fun. So where did you go to grad school? Uh, Virginia Commonwealth University. Okay. In Richmond. Super cool. And you're from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Okay. And you and I went to college in Niagara Falls. Oh wow. In Niagara University, uh, I majored in performance, mm-hmm. and so I kind of did a big square. Yeah, you did. Um, so I've lived a lot of places as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And um, I've but I've been here oh, for like 10, 11 years now. Like, has it really been yeah. that long? Really? It really been that? Okay, I yeah. thought you were, I thought maybe I had new, no idea. New. Well, I was a professor for a while while and, uh, I was here. Where at? Um, at both OCU and okay. OU. Oklahoma City okay. University is a great university. Yeah. Um, yeah. I took theater there when I was a kid. At the Children's Theater? From Beth, I actually. Almost, who, oh, from Beth. Yeah. 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 Who Beth that works with. Does she, is she still working with? Yes. She's on our staff. She's, she's doing, she's in charge of classics for kids. She's, she's in charge awesome. of the education outreach. Yeah. She's amazing. She's fantastic. Yeah. And she taught me, her and Robert Mattson taught me theater mm-hmm. when I was a wee little one. At yeah. OCU Children's Theater, I took. Yeah. Uh, it was a fantastic. It was like a month long four children yeah. we did they're uh, great at that yeah. what, I, we did pyramus and thisby i think oh, if i remember correctly yeah it was rad i mean cool. it was we learned all kinds of aspects that of the place theater. is awesome lynn, lynn and ellen yeah. are fantastic i actually mm-hmm. got a musical theater scholarship to oklahoma city university still couldn't oh. afford it so oh. unfortunately it was i couldn't go but private school yeah I, I did actually yeah it was private, private school, school mm-hmm. and, and uh, but i did lyric there back in uh, when when lyric yeah, was did. at ocu i was mm-hmm. i was in music man when i was like 10 <laughs> So, yeah, I have a big love for Oklahoma City University. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I loved working there. I loved it. I, the students were amazing, and they're still friends of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good. Um, and, you know, now I, I moved to OU. I kind of went back and forth mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. yeah. OCU. And then I got super sick and had to take five years off. Uh, I had a yeah, little transplant happen, yeah. and then came back. Yeah. Right on. Um, and so, like, you know, I, it, it feels like I haven't been here for that long because of Right, because it's been that. such a big... You, you've been in the theater scene now just just for, what, about three years now? Isn't it been yeah. about Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I did a show in, like, 2007 at Carpenter Square. Um, that was the only time I performed downtown uh, because I was so busy teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for the professors to perform yep. because they're really busy. Oh, sure. Especially the OCU professors. They're very, very busy. Um, but, uh, 
now I, I was trying to come back into the theater scene because I was like, well, I live here and, yeah, you know, I want to be part of this now. I mean, I'm not in academia, so let's go to the to the theater scene. And um, it was an interesting process getting me in here. Was it? <laughs> yes, it was. It was interesting. Um, but I'm really happy to contribute, you know, the yeah. things that I know that I've got from other places that I can and we're so lucky bring. to have you. I was going to say the exact same thing. I think reduction theater losing Aaron, not losing. That's horrible. Aaron and <laughs> yeah. Tyler uh, handing it over to you. It makes us feel so safe and secure right. about reduction's oh, future because of you being a part of it. Thank you. And so I'm very totally excited. Finished my sentence, the fact yeah. that reduction, I'm not going to. So I've seen theaters switch hands sometimes and you go, well, that's it. And sometimes it is, yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it just cause it doesn't work out. Yeah. But the realization, cause we love production theater so much, not to mention they're a crazy smart partner with, uh, KOSU, um, <laughs> oh the, exci- gosh, the excitement about reduction being, being a part of it. Yeah. We, we excited that the reduction is going to continue. Yeah. Right yeah. I mean the, the idea of them closing was just, just unacceptable to no. us. We, we just, that, that just is not going to happen. And I've always, this is actually my dream gig. Yeah. Honestly, right I've always on. wanted to be in this position. So it's like, whoa, this fell in my lap and the door just opened behind me. And it was yeah. like, well, yeah. this is really perfect. It's awesome. And I have a lot of, I've been here for 10 years watching everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've you've got, got a real advantage. I mean, you you have a real yeah. insider's advantage. And at the same time, you can bring your own yeah. perspective yeah. and and. Mm-hmm. And all of your experience, we're so lucky. Like I said, we're so lucky to have you. Yes. So it's it's I'm awesome. Like, I'm excited yeah, for the opportunity. I Good. really am. Yeah, we're excited for the season. Thanks. Yeah. So you got Tempest. Yeah, third. and then Tempest. And, right. yeah, we don't know anything about it. Space no Planet drive, Tempest. Are you directing that one as well? Um, I am not directing the Tempest. Okay. So I will be movement coaching. I don't have one officially okay, yet. Okay. No, good, I good. don't. Um, and then we've got, and that's running February 10th through March 4th. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Then you said devised. Devised. What are we? Because last year you did well, you did something really strange for your devised. What, uh, what oh, we talked about do? it. Oh man, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> what, what do we got this year? Uh, well, this year, um, like I said, I made that slot as a flexible slot on purpose to put a devised thing in there every year. And this year we are taking a script um, from a former student of mine. It was the vibrator play, wasn't that your devised one? No, that was gonna be that was gonna be two gentlemen of Verona the musical, and then and then I came in and I was like, well, we can't do that, so we're gonna pick this. Okay, I I came in with the vibrator play. Um, Yeah, I don't know what was right before the vibrator play. Oh, it was Midsummer. Midsummer was in that slot last year. Um, And actually, I think the the device slot is actually an extra play. I think it's like a bonus. Yeah, is so, it a bonus? So kind of explain yeah, yeah. what that means, what you're, what you're wanting from that spot. So devised means that when you walk in on the first day, that there isn't a, t- a finished published script. So you discover all of those things as you work. And, um, and that could be zero script or no script or just an idea of a concept that you know the plot and then you go and choreograph it with your actors and it's like a team effort to devise the play. Um, and that can be anything. I mean, it could really be anything. Uh, for this play, we are doing a script that a former student of mine wrote. His name is um, Isaiah Werner. And um, we uh, it's called Scissor Tail. And it's about the Oklahoma City bombing. Wow. And uh, right. It's (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Uh, Like I said, everything is ups and downs, ups and downs for the season. So right after the Tempest, we go to 
yeah drama yeah, yeah. you know and um and, and i'm really really excited about that because it's right it's, it's in april right near the anniversary oh wow yeah. so very cool yeah i've been really wanting to do an oklahoma city bombing play for mm-hmm. quite some time but there really aren't that many that have been written yet you yeah know? yeah because you have to kind of be from here to yeah. Right? Or I, lived I here a little. Think, uh, but I mean, I, would, I, I mean. Well, yes, I think you do. I, I think, I, I think you, would. you would. It helps. Yeah. To know the area and what it was and like. To know and the time to and know and the know stories the place and, and talk to story. people. Yeah. And people remember. I mean. And, oh yeah. People remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Still, everyone can absolutely. After doing like, a show about the land run say. written by a guy in New York from New York, yeah, I, I you have to have someone <laughs> yeah, from okay. Oklahoma who understands there you go. Oklahoma yes. issues. Right. It's like if you're going to do something on the World Trade Center, and if you you know you weren't in New York at the time, people might be like, mm. people yeah. might side eye you, or at least little. be from New York so you know yeah. that that attitude, what it's like the, there. Mm-hmm. The there was an attitude of Oklahoma City that yes. was 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 foreign to people who weren't here at the time and it was yeah, so funny because right. you had people come in and go this is just really weird and i'm like no this no, is oklahoma. just oklahoma <laughs> this is who we are yeah you yeah know. and it kind of put oklahoma city i mean unfortunately on the map it did i, I i'm no, I'll be the first story. to tell you that if we would not have the thunder we would not no. have we had well, the money maps had passed for bricktown right but bricktown would not be what it is film row there de- oklahoma city would not and there are people who you, you're, it's not unusual to say that it's not <laughs> yeah and it's not taboo or wrong to say it um it's just weird yeah but true we would not oklahoma city would not be where it is had the bombing not happened you yeah. just don't want to i mean that sounds morbid. well it sounds like it's a correlation and it's not it's not yeah. but it is but a, it did put it us on the map i mean it nobody is happy that it happened yeah. But, it, you know, it, it, it did change a lot about the, the atmosphere here mm-hmm. and the way people, you know, scattered from downtown. And now we're all we'll coming back, back downtown. Mm-hmm. True. I, I think that's really interesting. Like, there's all these apartments popping up downtown. Oh, there's such a dramatic change from it's, when. It's awesome. It is. Yeah, you it's know? rad. Well, everyone was running from it. The Oklahoman mm-hmm. was gone, and it's now back downtown. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, all these OG&E, all these mm-hmm. companies that were, were trying to get out to the burbs yeah. have now returned. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And, and the, the, the transformation of the city. You know, I, I I think that's a story. And we tried to tell that story as KOSU and, and the Oklahoma Public Media Exchange uh, last year yeah. during the, the 15th anniversary to explain that what it really changed everything. Yeah, yeah. there's know. a very yeah. clear demarcation of yeah. before and after. And yeah. I wasn't here. I mean, I didn't obviously. I was, I was like 16, I think, when it happened. And mm-hmm. I was in Illinois. I remember it, but I was mm-hmm. not here. Yeah. But I, you know having been here for a really long time, I can, I, you know, every anybody that you talk to yeah. that grew up here, it's like a benchmark, like a time oh, in their life so they can say what they were doing, you know, exactly, exactly what exactly what happened when, that exactly day. Or yeah. They were in school, like in grade school, mm-hmm. and the windows were moving and mm-hmm. all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You know, you don't forget things or like that. Or they were simply watching it on television, you know, right. a, lot of, a lot of people that were in school, you know, a yeah. lot like... Unfortunately, like 9-11, we were watching it on the news yeah. and yeah. seeing it happen. Right. I think Except that's it was a happening wonderful here. idea that you can actually take instead of having one person. So what what this does mm-hmm. is it's not one person's voice of the Oklahoma City bombing. It's an, it's an entire cast and crew. Yes. Yes. It's an ensemble. Performing the story. Performing the story about, um, essentially, it's about a man who, um, well, I can't give away secrets on that one. Either. I was going to say, yeah, don't, 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 don't. Just... Don't. Who Just has a personal connection. There you go. <laughs> has a personal connection to the event and um, is working his way through that 
through the emotions of that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's extremely dramatic and very intense. And it actually, he won um, a, a Jeff nomination in Chicago for playwriting for this play, uh, which is their big theater awards okay. in, in Chicago. It's a huge deal. And he's from Oklahoma doing a show about Oklahoma in Chicago. And now he just, they moved back here. And we're happy that people came back. Some people are actually coming back, which is great. It's wonderful. Uh, Yeah. And so I'm super psyched to work with him and his wife, Corey. They're both former students of mine, actually. I watched them date when they were in college. (laughs) They're adorable. Um, and so they're really cool to work with, and they're they're members of Reduction. So they they have been contributing. And then Isaiah is actually my sound designer for the Woman in Black. Oh, sweet! That's fantastic. Yeah, that's it's, super it's cool. a great family. It's what I love about Reduction. Yeah. So then after that one, after the devised, we it, we're doing a musical. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's called Hello Again, and it is a sexy, sexy musical. Is it? It's mostly sex. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Different. It's uh, it's, it's um, not the vibrator play. <laughs> right? It's, no, it's, it's actually way sexier than the vibrator play, ironically. Uh, it doesn't take, I mean, it takes place in a bunch of different time periods, but it's a, it's, it's the, um, it's a revisiting of La Ronde, the, the story of, um, uh, oh, it's like an old opera, but it's, uh, it's sort of a chain of, of people that are connected. Okay. So it's like the first person is connected to the second person and that second person, we oh, see fantastic. them and they're connected to the third person and sort of like it goes in the round, the essentially. Round. Yeah. Nice. And it brings you back and that's what that's kind of what the play is. But it's about all these people and how they have sex with each other in different ways. Fantastic. So that's... Uh, i it's, that, that's it's how great. I was warned about STDs. But it's yeah. pretty much Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. If you're young and liberal and dating uh, in Oklahoma, oh this is your life. Oh, wow, that takes just me back. saying. That takes me back. Right. Uh, just saying. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> we all share ex-boyfriends and common or ex-girlfriends. Just, yeah, especially you know. in the theater community. Oh, uh, yeah, which is usually small, and everybody is. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. restaurant community is the same. Yeah, it's awkward you know. and it can be awkward. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my theater, my theater company, and when I was getting my associate's degree, was the first thing the theater the the main guy said was, "Everybody, please don't." have sex with each other can you just cut it out yeah it just, just gets awkward yeah, yeah. And, just not and right now not that that stopped us but anyway <laughs> right it, it, Fair. it would only be a challenge yeah exactly <laughs> yeah oh, that's um, awesome so, so that's, who who wrote hello again oh oh his name is i'm so oh, sorry i keep putting on my spot it's on the tip of my tongue because again we have wrote, to google oh man it doesn't oh. have it on your, your thing um yeah. is it original no. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, originally, mean like. It, it, is it reduction theaters? No, no, no. Okay. It's not a reduction original. Okay. No, it is. It is on Broadway, and I love how we're all. I know, right? We're, we're, all, we're, all, we're all googling. All based, based on the eighteen ninety seven play La Ronde, yes. Hello again tells the story of ten separate intimate love affairs during each decade of the 20th century, exploring yeah. musical styles as diverse as jazz to disco. <laughs> I love it. Yep. And nominated for eight Drama Desk Awards, including Best Musical, this heart-pounding, pulsing, charging musical daisy chain is <laughs> daisy sure chain. to leave you breathless. That's wonderful. I love the term daisy chain. I do, <laughs> especially in this context. Yes, that's that's um, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Michael John Lachasa? Lachusa? Yeah, La- I La- butchered La- your name. Lachusa. Lachusa, yeah. okay. He actually is the same... Person who uh, he wrote Two Gentlemen of Verona the musical, which they oh, were yeah. going to do last year. Okay, so it's one of the reasons I picked it because like, yeah. at least it's the same, the same playwright. Yeah, um, even though it's a different play. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I didn't want to do two Shakespeare so close. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I'm excited for you to have some like sex choreography. That's, that's going to be, be right. <laughs> You're like, that's my jam. Let's do this. 
Yeah, that sounds like a, it sounds like a great play too. Yeah. Yeah. And we, then, and that's that's the last one. Is that the that's ending? The that's the last one. That's that's season June 16th yeah. through July so, 8th. Mm-hmm. End on an up note. Yes. Like. Yeah. 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 Like. I'm excited. Yeah. I know, so, so, uh, we got to we got to close it up. But I was what what are you, are you most excited about? I th- you think for this this coming season? I'm I'm just excited to to. It's kind of like a buffet of a variety of things, and there's something for everybody. And I really wanted this season to 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 keep the people who love reduction and have loved it and have been fans and supporters all these years to keep them with us and then invite more people to come with, you know, using different, different styles of shows to get people to come in and see some new things and, and to see, you know, we're trying to pull in new patrons and, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of working professionals downtown that, you know, want to do more cultural things. And I feel like um, I'm just really excited Every show is exciting to me in the season. There's not one of them that I'm like, ugh. <laughs> they're all they're right, all yeah. exciting to me, um, and for I, very different reasons. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, there's, and there's a something. Lot there's of, something for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of variety going on here. And the yeah. best way to get started is to for everyone to show up this Friday, the September 30th. Thursday. Thursday. Oh it's my Thursday gosh, the 29th. It's the 29th. Yeah, Thursday the 29th at in the Joel Levine on the eight? Civic Center. Is that right? I think yes. It's, yeah, it's at eight. Yeah. At 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. September 29th at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. bring a couple of bucks and contribute to yeah, starving sure. artists in Oklahoma Absolutely, City. Absolutely, because they need it. And, and great, great theater. theater. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we don't have enough of it in Oklahoma. No. Yeah, we love giving it, you know, we we, we want to do more. We want to do more seasons and we want to, you know, really service the community with more arts. And I feel like, you know... Um, we we need that here. We need some some levity in our lives oh, these yeah. days. Some creativity, uh, some levity. Yeah, some, you know, maybe some introspection. I don't know. That's yeah. I'm gonna pull in more there. more different actors too. You're gonna yeah. see some new faces that you haven't seen before, and uh, and that's really cool too. Is 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 offering more opportunities to artists. Absolutely, which is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah very exciting season. We are looking forward to it. And make sure you come back whenever, especially some of these other shows. That yeah, I absolutely. The Sneak Divi- away. The, the uh, Scissor Tail. I, I think I really want to bring you back in, especially mm-hmm. because it will be able to talk a little bit more about what it's going to be. Since I know you don't quite know, since it's going to be created during the rehearsal yeah. process. Yeah, that That's one's so exciting. At least we have a beginning script to go off of oh, yeah. that we can stray from. But it's it, but but it, we're not going to stray that. I mean, it's, it's a good script. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you know, but the way that it but comes the collaboration across will be devised. Be yeah, yeah, really neat. He wrote these scenes that are like, and then this happens, and the ensemble does this crazy thing, and you know, there's like a nightmare in it that is oh, really wow. visceral and, and really fun and spooky. Yeah, yeah. So will. yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Awesome. We can't wait. So, yay! Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming me. on. Yeah, my and pleasure. Where can, where can be Reduction Theater? Right. Uh, dot uh, org. org yes reduction theater.org um we're on facebook uh like us on facebook we've got a twitter account mm-hmm. we've got instagram mm-hmm. and um and now that we're now that i'm back on my feet yes <laughs> that's gonna be updating a lot more now that's wonderful and <laughs> where, can, can people follow you on twitter yes well uh twitter i'm i'm working on twitter okay because i understand uh, that's, that's, that's fair that, 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 <laughs> You're I'm, one of the. You're one or the other. I'm like, on the cusp yeah. of being a millennial it's and being. Fun. No, I didn't understand it for a really long time, <laughs> and now it's my absolute favorite. Yeah, like yeah. But forever, I'm, I was like, I don't get Twitter. Like, it's true. sorry, I don't tweet. But I'm. Uh, I I I'm on Facebook. 
uh, Tony Asina. I'm just on there. Um, I'm also a rare disease patient advocate, and I have a page on there for that. That's cool. a totally oh, separate cool. thing that we don't mm-hmm. have to talk about. But um, I have a page called The Beauty and Illness, which is um, my advocacy page about awesome. um, improving people's uh, self-esteem throughout chronic illnesses and disabilities. Yeah, yeah. High five on that. It's a side project. I so do. You, don't, you don't have a Twitter handle at all? I do, but I don't ever use it. What's your Twitter handle? Because if you just in case you start, people start yeah, using it. Yeah, it's. Um, I think I actually asked you about it last. I time think so. <laughs> you know, on this. I I think I have two. I have intimacy for the stage is is one of mine because that's my that's my sort of my theater name. Um, I think I'm just there under Tony Asina. That would make sense, actually. I mean, it's not a, too unusual. Thing. I, I need to take a, like a I Twitter class. Too of a name. They teach classes in Twitter. Probably on Twitter. <laughs> actually just find a millennial yeah. or my right. brother yeah. one right. of the two he will show you all you need to know I have coffee with a millennial my Twitter game is strong I, at I, this I point. joined Twitter in 2008 and found out the way to do it is just do it just do it yeah, Amen. yeah. yeah. It's you'll find your own voice yeah I mean I do like I said I'm doing it for eight years and I'm a pretty heavy tweeter and mm-hmm. it was only this year that I finally discovered gifts so oh gifts are magical wonderful things they are Michael. and especially now that they're free they're apparently. the reason I came to, to Twitter because they're so much easier. They're so easy to share on Twitter. Like yeah. they, yeah. One of the reasons yeah. it got me in the door was because I'd rather talk with a GIF than words. That's right, yeah. As a writer, that's pathetic. But <laughs> there's just sometimes, man, a facial expression gets across sometimes everything I need perfect. to say. Yeah. yeah. It's better yeah. than words. Yeah. <laughs> and you are at Wubba. Uh-huh. Wubba. I'm at at KOSU Michael C. And, of course, at mm-hmm. OK Geek Podcast. You can find us on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Facebook. Um, would also love for people to shoot us an email, a yeah. Gmail, uh, okigeekpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We have a website. We have a website, okigeek.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher and iTunes. Yeah. And you oh. can subscribe to this podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next next time, along with Tony Asina, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Yeah.